Hello everyone, again for the sixth episode in a row, I don't know what to say for the introduction, but welcome back to my podcast, or if you're new, um, hello, welcome, in today's episode, I actually know what I'm talking about now, because every single start of the episode, don't I know what I'm, no, don't I not know what I'm talking about, wait, does that make sense? I don't know, but anyway, the title of today's episode is The Beauty of Being a Hopeless Romantic. And that might sound, you might listen to that and think like, oh, I can't resonate with, you know, romantic relationships. I can't really relate to being a hopeless romantic. But, there's a big but in this, big but, um, is that this episode is more or less about being a hopeless romantic with our with our outlook on life. And that can be whether you simply see the world through rose-tinted vision, like romantic glasses. So you can find romance in everywhere you go, whether it's in just flirting with everyone in sense of being a kind person or books or letting go of people that hurt you or gratitude or everything having a broader vision of life and you naturally adopt a greater sense of compassion but that's kind of what today's episode is about so let's get into it to start off on a sad note I'm sorry I know I'm sorry but I realized that I was a hopeless romantic through getting hurt by people and that can be friendships. It doesn't just have to be a romantic relationship. Um, but I realized that I was a hopeless romantic in a sense where I let someone continue and continu- continuously, yeah, continuously hurt me and continuously make me feel bad about myself. But I kept letting them back in in my life because I so desperately desire love, not desperately desire love, but I just love love. You know, growing up, I've seen my parents and they are so bloody in love with each other and I kind of I see the world where there's love everywhere so I'm naturally a romantic person whether it comes to taking myself out to dinner or going to cafes or again in relationships unfortunately that is how I did have to find out that I'm a hopeless romantic and I do have an unconditional love for things or people whether they hurt me or not and I've tried to change that but I simply can't And that comes on to my first chapter of this episode is never, ever apologize for being a hopeless romantic. When I realized that I kind of was one and I kind of was going through my life and feeling bad, I I suppose in the modern day, you know, in your, you know, when you're Snapchatting someone or you're in 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 the bloody talking stage, I hate that phrase. You, if you like someone and they don't return that same kind of vision, it's okay. I think that it's, it's crazy how sometimes we're in situationships where we have to really think about how many minutes we take to reply to someone. Like if they've replied within 12 minutes, you're like, okay, you're waiting by your phone. And I know you've done it because I do this all the time. I sometimes wait by the phone if I really like someone. and I'm like, okay, I can reply in three more minutes because they replied 12 minutes ago. You know, it's crazy. And if you like someone and they don't like you back, it hurts. But don't apologize in a sense of don't apologize for having so much love and compassion that you can unapologetically fall in love with someone. You know, it's hard because that person might not return the same amount of compassion to you, but don't beat yourself up about it or be embarrassed by the fact that you like someone. You should just be like, okay, they don't like me back, but I'm not going to make myself feel bad about the fact I have all these emotions. You should celebrate those emotions and kind of express them in a different creative altar you know you could have all this pent-up romance in you for liking someone you may not get a relationship out of it but you can create poetry you could create a book you could create a script for a movie you could paint some pictures you know it's you can 
create so many incredible things from certain emotions, as I've said, such as sadness. And kind of, you should never be embarrassed by it. And you should feel and nurture that emotion because that clearly, that person isn't for you and that's okay. There will be other people for you and there'll be so many more people. That was my speaker. That was my, my speaker just ruined the moment. Bloody thing. But you will find so many more people that, ah, that was so funny. I'm so sorry about that. That's kind of awkward now. It's created this awkward tension between us. Sorry, guys. But feel the emotion, nurture it, create something beautiful out of it. I've been painting a lot recently. I say a lot. I painted two pictures and they took me five minutes because I I now have lost my passion for painting because I get like hyper fixated on stuff. But feeling certain emotions recently, I created something out of it. And that kind of is a release for if I have pent up love in my body and I can't get it out within another person. Being a hopeless romantic, as I've said, isn't always about, it doesn't mean that you are consistently looking for a committed relationship. It doesn't mean that you are so desperate for love and commitment and a relationship. It just means that you hold a very beautiful and like unconditional love and romantic vision of life or just like every day. I kind of realised that I have this unconditional love for life and romantic vision of life when whenever I walk around, I'll find a romance in anything. You know, I'll go to the beach and I will write in my diary about the relationship between humans and the sea. The relationship between them just simply looking at the sea and that's it. Being a hopeless romantic means that you can go about your day and you can find so many things that'll just make you smile. You know, you can walk about, you know, your the, the bloody town centre, that's the only example I could think of. And you can just point out things that you love about it. You know, you can be walking down the street and there could be a couple holding hands, which sometimes is a bit annoying. But you could be like, that is so sweet. Love that. Love you gals. Slaying. Whatever. Or you could literally look in a shop and be like, wow, that is a gorgeous blue jumper. You know, don't know why I went American then. But you have these wonderful rose tinted glasses. And I think that even if you're not a hopeless romantic and even if you're not a major romantic right now, you can be one. You know, all you have to do is simply find things that you find beautiful about life or a person or your friends or yourself. You know, you can obsessively and indulgently, is that a word? Indulgently romanticize yourself. You know, wake up in the morning and find five things about your body or five things about what you're wearing or your personality or just you as a whole that you love and write them down. That is being a romantic. That means that you have an unconditional love for yourself. Therefore, you're a romantic. Hate to break it to you. I saw a TikTok the other day about being a hopeless romantic and at first I didn't get it. But this woman was saying that you should flirt with everyone. And I was kind of a bit like, ooh. I'd really rather not, you know what I mean? Like, just out of safety. But what she meant is that whether that's simply complimenting someone in the street or a cashier and just smiling at them or making conversation with them or, you know, anything. Flirting with someone does not mean, you know, don't go up to the first random guy that you see in the street and be like, wow, you sexy little man. I mean as in a sense, compliment people. You know, it doesn't it make your day when someone comes up to you in the street and they're like, oh, I love your outfit. Or they're like, oh, I love your hair. I actually went to get a cookie today and someone said that they love their outfit. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm so much more. It literally made my day. Flirt with everyone because it makes life so much more joyful. Even if it's just a smile, you know, you're 
projecting this sense of love and I always think it's this kind of like pink ambient light around you like an energy field I always imagine and it gets bigger and bigger and I kind of walk around with a smile and I don't know I just I just feel a lot more fulfilled you guys know if you've obviously listened before you know how much I bloody ad I'm an advocate for a coffee shop in a cafe and going to sit and get a coffee or reading by yourself I've found so much intimacy and such a romantic connection between me and simply going to go to a cafe or going to go get coffee by myself. It's a very intimate connection and it's a very wonderful relationship I have and that I've built with myself simply doing that thing. You know, as I said, when I went last September, I never, ever, ever would have gone and sat by myself ever before and now I'll take myself out to dinner I'll go out for a drink by myself and I'll just take a book it's building up a confidence and building up um kind of like on your anxiety because I get quite a few messages saying about people being worried or scared about going to the coffee shop by themselves because they are anxious or just haven't done it before and I'm not and I kind of like talk to them I send them a message like kind of what I did what could help and afterwards, they are so incredibly grateful that they have gone to the coffee shop or they've gone and sat alone on a bench or, I don't know, whatever. Because I kind of put in the message, I'm like, pretend that you're your future self. Pretend that you're in New York or you're in London or you're in your dream city that you're living in when you're older and imagine that you are your dream self. I don't know, when I go and sit and I get a glass of wine by myself it probably sounds a bit sad because I'm literally 18 years old and I'm doing that already but I'll pretend that I'm like coming home from a long day at work in New York as like a big magazine publisher of my own company and I'm drinking a glass of wine to celebrate and I've got an event the next day you know it makes me feel so grounded and kind of like in connection with my dreams which is, a, it's a very, it's a very fast stretch from just going to sit for a coffee. I know that's like a very, like, I'm reaching right now, but I don't know. It just, I feel like I found a lot of intimacy in a lot of random things, such as even going for a walk with my headphones on or going to the gym by myself. Cause I pretend I romanticize it. And I'm like, this is me going to the gym in New York. I think it's wonderful. After kind of becoming a hopeless romantic and in a sense where I'd go to the coffee shop by myself or I'd go for walks or I'd go and like treat myself to some flowers, you naturally adopt a greater sense of compassion as you have more gratitude for like smaller things. Before I kind of would go to the coffee shop, I'd have so much pent, so much pent up, so, so much pent up anger. There we go. We got there in the end. And I kind of be frustrated and I was depressed and I was anxious that I would have no release for it. And then obviously I started going on these walks to go to the coffee shop or I'd go on a bike ride or I'd go on a date by myself. And that was kind of my safe space. That was my, um, I'm trying to think of the word. But anyway, it's, it was my safe space. And it was the place where I kind of found myself and I recognised myself and I found a relationship with myself. And that might sound, to the wrong people, it might sound egotistical. But a relationship with yourself, it doesn't mean that you are so incredibly obsessed with yourself and as to be honest you need to be incredibly over overly oh my god I can't speak incredibly obsessed with yourself you should be head over heels in love with yourself to the point where if someone said like oh you're so egotistical be like okay so would you rather me be egotistical and me be confident and happy and content in myself or would you rather me be depressed again you know there's there's a very fine line between whether people want you to be 
succeeding and want you to be confident in yourself because it looks like, oh, that's the girl that's going to go and get her dream future. You know, you have this greater sense of compassion, you have this greater sense of romance and security and you find beauty in yourself and everyday things to the point where you could literally journal and one day you could find five things about yourself that you love and the next day it could be 10, it could be 15. You know, doing these small everyday things, just going out for coffee or anything, you find so much more gratitude in the world. Finding romance in everyday things has made time my friend. You know, I take my time now in my day. Beforehand, when I'd wake up, I'd be like, oh, I need to get up at 8am, I need to go to school, I need to get back, I need to do some work and then I need to go to bed. I see time as a completely different person now. Me being incredibly grateful for things in my life or whether it's just aspects of my body or my personality or anything like that I wake up I ground myself and I'm kind of like okay I'm I'm very grateful for the fact that I live here or I have I don't know ginger hair random stuff time becomes your friend rather than your enemy you know it's it's kind of your partner it's arm in arm with you like every step of the way you could be walking down the street and because you're finding so many romantic things just simply I don't know it could be posters or lights like Christmas lights hung up on in the street time is almost there with you and it's kind of like holding your hand and it's like wow this is this is beautiful and it might sound like stupid me saying that and probably me six months ago would have been like oh my god you're so full of shit but it's true when I walk down the street and I'm like I pick out things I'm grateful for things make me smile I almost realize I'm actually alive and I'm in this moment right now and I always text my mom I'm like mom guess what just happened guess what I just saw she loves it when you have a broader vision of romance in life, it kind of gives you a, a broader vision again of kind of creativity, literature, people, writing, your work. Because in even in romance, and I am going to talk about romance now, I wasn't going to, but I feel like it kind of resonates recently. But when you are a hopeless romantic, in terms of actually romance, like a committed relationship, you can give such a wonderful love away and you find more wonderful lovers because I I, I honestly haven't, <laughs> but because you view the world in such a beautiful way and you can find so many things that you love and you cherish about life, you then find other people who think the same, who are also hopeless romantics. You attract them with your energy and you find incredible, incredible lovers or incredible friendships or just intimate relationships I haven't yet, but that doesn't mean that I won't, you know, in time I will. And I think it will be absolutely incredible. But because you are a hopeless romantic, you naturally attract greater people. Because of kind of like all the experiences gained due to being a hopeless romantic, I found that, for example, from literature, finding love for literature or finding love for music, writing in your diary, finding your passions in your life or your hobbies, I feel as if you find a beauty in yourself. I feel like I love myself a lot more now that I romanticize life and I am a hopeless romantic because I rely less on others. I don't have to find happiness in other people anymore. I don't have to go to school to be able to feel fulfilled in friendships. I can find it in myself or, you know, my parents or, you know, my best friend from home or my best friends here. You know, you rely less and it's good because you value gratitude because your time is slower you're not rushing, you're not pacing around, you're not consistently and continuously looking to the future and so desperately seeking ahead because you're scared of what it holds. 
you live in the moment because you're like, okay, this is happening now. I also find that you no longer seek out romance and you don't go desperately searching for it. You kind of, you attract it. You're magnetic and your energy is something that draws other people to you. I found that ever since I realized kind of what I deserve and, you know, the the love we think we deserve, I did a podcast episode on that. I don't now go out into the world and think, okay, I need to find someone. I want to be with someone. I want to be fulfilled romantically. No, I don't have to because I've realized that I don't need that. I'm completely happy in myself. And if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to force it. If someone is attracted to me and if something is meant to happen, then it'll happen. But I'm not going to rush towards anything and I'm not going to forge connections if they're not meant to be. My final kind of point is to be a hopeless romantic is to let go of people that hurt you. Lose them in your memory because whether it's romantic relationships that have hurt you or it's just friends that have hurt you, you need to let go. You need to stop romanticizing the people that hurt you because you're not going to find things that you love in life with those people in your life. You're not going to walk down the street and find 10 things that you love just walking down because your mind's going to be worrying and you know going going feral realistically in your mind because you're going to be thinking about other people you're going to be thinking about these negative relationships that are happening you know you're going to be feeling anxious about what that person thinks about you if someone has hurt you they're not a good person and they're not meant to be in your life you need to fill your life imagine a little cafe invite your favorite people in and if that person doesn't fulfill you emotionally then get them out you know, again, as I said, lose people that hurt you in your memory because they're fabricated by nostalgia and they're also romanticized by if they've broken your heart or if they've hurt you. But if these people keep coming up in your life, sometimes you have to kind of change your energy and change the people that you accept into your life and realize that you deserve a lot more and you deserve a bigger love and a greater love in your life rather than people that consistently put you down. Overall, I think becoming a hopeless romantic has honestly changed my life. And it's in terms of, you know, just on my outlook of life, I go about my day and I kind of have these rose-tinted glasses on, this rose-tinted vision and these romantic glasses. I see everything in pink because I romanticise everything and I find beauty in everything. And sometimes, sometimes it's a bad thing because I'll find, you know, romantic things in people that don't deserve it and people that don't actually have it, but because I have these glasses on, I've only started not apologising for being a hopeless romantic in the past few weeks. If you like someone, that is your heart telling you that you like someone. Don't apologise for that emotion, but feel it and express it in a different creative altar, such as painting. Don't put yourself down and don't beat yourself up if you ever have a one-sided connection. Don't beat yourself up if you go about your day and there are people who try to ruin it leave them and let them go and continue your life as a romantic because you can rely on yourself for happiness and to find romance in life and you deserve it i love you with all my heart thank you so much for listening if you want to feel free to message me or rate this podcast as it literally means the world to me and makes my bloody day i love you with all my heart i hope you have a wonderful week thank you for listening